Hello everyone, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whatever you've been doing with your day-to-day, welcome to Clawback 22, the Rangers podcast, and we've only gone and done it. We are we are champions once again. Title 55 has came home, and what a journey it's been. Um, I'm sorry this is a wee bit late, I'm, I'm going to timestamp this a wee bit. It's just after 10 past 8 on Sunday night, I've just cracked my first beer. Um, it's been a, a whirlwind of a day, and me, I am... Scott Carney, obviously, uh, is here with Ali Pearson um, to try and try and put into words exactly what this means to us and and how we're feeling and uh, everything all about it and the journey and what it means, etc. Um, we're just going to try and put into words for for all you listening um, exactly how we are feeling today. But Ali, thank you very much for your time and joining me today. How are you feeling right now? <laughs> um, um, I don't know how I feel to be honest. Um. I'm I've, I'm delighted. Um, I mean, when that full time muscle went at Tannadice today, I was uh, the emotion. I mean, I let out a big massive roar. To be honest, so my neighbours probably held us straight away. <laughs> but, but after that, it's like you can feel the tears coming. To be honest, it's it's ten. We've obviously got. I mean, it's ten ten years of where we've been. I've been there from the very first game in Division Three all the way. The journey all the way back up to the top, same as you. I didn't know you in Division Three. No, which no. we didn't know each other then. But I was along with Scotia. We every single game we were there, we did it all. We came back, and it's massive. It's it's huge. I didn't. If somebody had told me Rangers would win the league, the sixth or seventh of March, whatever it is today, seventh of March, I would never have believed them at the beginning of the season. It's unbelievable achievement by Rangers it's I mean you can see what it means to the city we obviously will come on to when we went in a car today socially distancing but it was um, yeah I don't know I, I don't think it will sink in properly to be honest until I probably lie in my bed tonight and sort of think to myself what's actually just happened because the way it happened today I mean I, I did say when Celtic had um, Aberdeen and Dungeon United I said I fancied them to slip up somewhere. But watching that game today, it was a horrible game to watch. I know you watched it as well, along with God knows how many other Rangers fans. It was a horrible game to watch. Celtic had a lot of the game, a lot of chances. I didn't see Dungeon United scoring at all in that game. I only saw Celtic scoring. And thankfully, it didn't happen today. Gave us the title. And aye it's I don't know how much to say about it it's hard it really it's really hard to sum it up it's very difficult to put it into words mate and I, I don't want it to sound like at all like we're not absolutely buzzing but we, we both are um, we've we've just been through the mill um, for, for 10 years there um, it's been a tough 10 years um, no one's going to pretend that it hasn't been but I'm so delighted that it's done. I can't believe that it's done. I'm going to try my hardest to get through this podcast without crying. Um, it means so much to me and it means so much to so many people around the world. Um, everybody's got their different their different Rangers journeys, but ultimately we all pull towards the same thing and it's the success of our team. And we are now back to where we belong. And um, I couldn't be prouder of the team. I couldn't be proud of what we've achieved the team have surpassed my expectations, especially with the performances and the results that they've had this year. And it's we've got our we've got our rewards for it, and this is long overdue, <laughs> like long overdue. But I'm so happy, I'm so delighted that it's done. Um, that the title was coming home. 
everybody deserves it. Everybody really does. They deserve everything, every part of this, all the joy, all the reflection, all the being able to sit down and think to yourself where we've been, where we've come to, the journey that it's been this year. COVID as well, I mean, played a massive part in the way this season's kind of panned out and it's not been the celebration that I think most of us would have wanted to do today, but it does make it any less sweet. This is beautiful. Um, this is fantastic. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm very buzzing. So we'll jump to, obviously, you watched the game as well. I watched, I watched the Celtic game today and I was the same, mate. I just didn't see it. I was like, it's not going to happen. I was like, they'll win that, surely. And the, the, the attempts they had on goal was fucking out. It was outrageous, man. Um, but it got to 70 minutes. And that was the first wee flicker that I had in my belly where I was like, oh, hang on, they've not scored. Got 80 minutes. The flutters in my stomach were becoming quite serious at this point. 85 minutes, I'm going, ah, they're not going to score. They're not going to score. And the final whistle went. And when the final whistle went, I, I let out a bit of a roar. Yeah, um, I'm trying to remember it. A, a bit of a roar. And I stood up and my partner was in the room at the time and... I just kind of put my hands down on the bed and hit the bed and she got up in the bed and with, with a cuddle and I cried at that point as well and just kept saying 10 years, 10 years, 10 long years we, we've waited for this and then it started to kind of hit home to me. Uh, I phoned my dad, cried immediately as soon as my dad answered the phone <laughs> um, just with the cheering that he gave out and then I spoke to you and I made the decision that I was going to go see my dad um, today because if any man deserves this and this is me being purely um, selfish here is that my old man deserves to see this and he deserved to um, to see Rangers 155 after everything he's been through after everything he's seen of my dad's witness I mean my dad's 70 something um, so I mean I don't want to give his real age away he'll probably fuck me if I say that but um, he deserves it and it was so good being able to go see him and say Ali I, I picked you up at that point well anyway before we get further into that you obviously said about the the game. What did you do? What was the first thing you done as soon as you as soon as the full time whistle went? Oh well, my phone was red hot straight away. In fact, my sister actually phoned me. She was the first one through in the hotline for me. To be honest, um, she was. I mean, I've got a wee niece that's only five years of age. She understands it, but probably doesn't understand it. Um, she was delighted. She had her hair all red, white, and blue today. She's got a Rangers. Rangers top, the wee Broxy Bernat, it's all brilliant, but no, I was talking, just talking to her and, and I actually had to go off the phone because I was, I could feel myself kind of welling up and I found it hard today because, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I, I stay almost in a, a flat near the city centre of Glasgow, I'm not far from yourself and I mean, I, I'm, my flatmate stays with me, he, he rents a room off me, but he's not really, he's not into football like we are I mean, football is our, Glasgow Rangers is our life, to be honest, and not to celebrate it with somebody at the time, it, it was, it was, it was, um, it was different, to be honest, and I, my dad was, phoned my dad as well, spoke to him as well, I mean, I mean, my, my dad, I mean, me and my dad, Scotia, my, um, my dad's pal as well, as well, we were, like I say, every game, Division three when Rangers went down, we were there obviously before as well. But the, from Division three, we stuck by Rangers every single game, every home game. I mean, obviously that's a pod in its own going through those years and some of the games we've seen. I mean, I remember the first league game 
I think we were away. I think it was Peterhead we were away to in the league. I think the first one was breaking, but I think that might have been the Ramsons Cup at the time. I was actually in holiday in Cyprus, and I think Rangers went two one down in that game and came back to it was it was two each the game ended. I remember and thought, Christ, is this what we've got a witness for the next umpteen years? And we've had ups and downs. Like I say, it's a pod in its own, really, when you go through it all the Kashinias and Warburtons. There's people that's played a part along the way. There really has, but. No, in terms of today, it was. I, I don't think it really sink in. I, mean, I listened to a wee bit. Uh, Super Scoreboard was on tonight. I listened to their podcast just before we come on this tonight. I only listened to the first 20 minutes because obviously we had this to do. And see, when you hear guys of your dad's age, there was a guy you run about your dad's age on, it was a guy mid 40s on. It was, it was guys, you could hear, hear the emotion in their voices. You can hear. I think it's a, a relief to them. It's, it's the biggest title they've probably seen them. We went through, we've said what titles we've seen, but you, you could go to your dad, my dad's age, they've seen umpteen titles with Angels. But I think this was a family affair today in terms of people were phoning their, their different members of their families. This Rangers is a it's a family. I mean, we're all we're all a family. Even Rangers, we're all a family when we're there, but Today it felt like a family affair, sorry, and yeah, I was delighted, man, and just I just can't wait till whenever it is, first, second week of May, till I actually physically see James Tavernier with that trophy, because when I see that, I think I'll completely well up at that point, but no, it was brilliant today, and like I say, I'll sink in later on tonight when I'm lying in bed, and I'll probably have a wee tear myself, but yeah. It's brilliant. I just I can't put any words any more than that. I, I, I thought, as I say, it's, it's a hard one to try and kind of convey in words what this does mean and what it does mean to us. Um, it is very family for me today. Um, I didn't get to watch any of this season really with my dad at all. I, I sit next to my dad at Ibrooks. Me and my dad have went and watched the same as you, mate, some utter, utter dross. Um, at Ibrooks and suffered through it and continued to back the club and I mean I remember sitting myself as I say one night I think it was a Tuesday night we played Alawa um, Ibrooks and it was one each and it, it was pushing down the rain and I was left and I'm you're thinking to yourself what are you doing like why are you doing this do you know what I mean why are you putting yourself through this and I put myself through it because of this day because of this day today and we, I, I can't put into words how much the team deserve this and how much every single one of us deserves this. It's a it's a special day. Um, the longer it goes on, I think the more it will sink in and the, I'll be able to make more sense of the way I feel. Um, but I think that the reason that I'm not hanging from the ceiling is because I did that a wee bit earlier on, I suppose. We, I, I picked you up earlier, mate, and we, we drove past Ibrooks, didn't get out of the car or anything, down Paisley Road West, and the scenes were something to behold. It was incredible. Pumping of horns, flags out, cars, every time you've seen somebody. I mean, as soon as I left the house today, I was driving down the street. Two guys came out onto the street, seen me with my Rangers top on, giving me big fists ups and whatever else. And you could just feel the, like a, a relief within the whole city. It was like an absolute relief that it's it's actually done now. It's impossible for Celtic to win this league 55 as ours. And then, just as I say, heading down Pace Road, that guy with the BMW, mate, with, his, with the flares coming out the top of the car, I've never seen anything like that before in my life. And then we tried to get down into Irox, and obviously it was bedlam. We drove down Everton Drive, but we had to about turn. 
Then went down to see my dad, seen a few of the members from the um the Skyline Beams Bay Rangers Supporters Club as well. It was brilliant to see them all socially distanced, of course, before any Tim decides that they want to try and grass us up for something we didn't do. Um we was very we respected it very much today. And no matter how much I want to hug everybody, you do have to just kind of remember what, what's going on in the world because when the time comes, I'm going to, I'm going to hug every single person. Every time I see somebody wearing just top one, I'm going to go and give them a cuddle because this is this is ours now and we've took our city back, we've took football back. The whole of the world knows right now that Rangers are champions again and it's it's a magnificent day, it's a magnificent achievement and as I say, I could go on and on and on just rambling about how, how good it is and how good I feel but the as I was saying there about, I kind of swung from the rooftops earlier, and I did, and when I came back, when I got back home, eventually I, I was in myself um, for a wee bit, my, my missus was out doing some shopping, and I had the kind of first moment to myself where I didn't have anybody to speak to, I didn't even look at my phone, and there was fireworks going off outside, and I just opened the blinds and I stood and watched them, and then I was like, we've done it, like, I can't believe that we've done it, and the relief that I feel is, I mean, it's undes- I can't describe it. It's it's gigantic, the relief that I feel. I can feel my shoulders lighter. I can feel the weight in my chest lighter. I can feel everything about the way I think about football. The way I think about life is the fact that we, we are back on top again and we're back to where we belong. I mean, Ali, try and sum up what you've seen down Paisley Road and Irox today as well. <sighs> I mean, it, it it brought back to um, obviously we've been fortunate enough to to, to go down to, to Manchester for Rangers in the UEFA Cup final as it was at the time. It wasn't Europa League back then; it was UEFA Cup. Was it UEFA? I was UEFA Cup. Yeah, 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 yeah UEFA Cup. And um, I I remember I I, I mean myself and Scotty we we drove down to Manchester that day. We left at four in the morning, and I remember the motorway. It was a a sea a sea of Red, uh, red, white, and blue. It was all the flags, scarves hanging out, and that's what it reminded me of today. And it was ah, oh, it fills you with pride. See when you see that in your city, and everyone like you say, the banging of horns everywhere you go, and the flags are out. It was, it was brilliant. It really was. And it was. I mean, obviously, people can say you shouldn't, shouldn't do what a lot of people have done today. And obviously, I've, I've seen Nicola Sturgeon come out telling people not to do it when in a pandemic. Obviously, we stayed in the car today. I would have loved to be in amongst it, like it was on Saturday. I would, like I mean, like I've said, we we live just along the road for Irish. We're not far from Ibrook, so I would love to do it. But we've obviously chosen not to do it. We we did it in the car today. We went and seen it all. Obviously, it was, yeah, it was it was amazing to see it. It really was amazing to see it. It was up. It was a, there was a lot of the younger generation. We we obviously discussed in the car. They've never seen Rangers win a title in their lifetime, probably, or they were probably too young to 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 remember the title. You going back ten years, so I can understand the younger guys wanting to to really go out and party and and celebrate it. But I mean, I'd like to think by the time we actually physically get our hands on this championship, which will be the last home game of the season, which hopefully they maybe make the last game of the season for us. Which will be first, second week of May, whatever it is. Restrictions by then, hopefully, have been reduced. We may be able to go to a pub or whatever. Possibly, we can maybe see each other, whatever. So, hopefully, by then we'll be able to do more. And obviously, in the summer, it'll reopen. We can do more. But 
In terms of what you were talking about earlier on, that 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 pressure we felt this year, and what the players felt this year, God knows. I mean, if we felt pressure, they must have felt it because that mob on the other side of the city, they had that 10, I mean, as tainted as it is, this 9 or whatever that is, 8.75, you can call it, it's pretty tainted to be fair, but they had this so-called 10 in a row wrapped up before they'd kicked a ball this season. They were that, in fact, they showed arrogance, utter arrogance towards our football club and they just, they didn't expect a challenge from Rangers. They, they thought either Rangers will collapse, they'll do, they'll do this, do that, but I just thought it was utter arrogance from that side of the city and we've shown them that we are Scotland's premier club. We're back. We're, what, 20 points clear of them. We've won the quickest championship ever, I think, since Hibs apparently 1908 or 1902 or something apparently is. It's it's remarkable. And the first time they've had a wee bit of pressure put on them, they've crumbled. And Dave King, and again, we'll come on to Dave King, six years ago he came in yesterday when I was with the Three Bears, changed, changed our club from where it was. And his um, pack of cards is completely correct. And I hope in South Africa at the moment he's enjoying that wee glass of red he's having because, <laughs> yeah, he's he's really, really saved our club with a lot of other members and, and also will come on to Gerard too. But no, I, ju- I just thought that the arrogance from the other side of the city this year was, yeah, they, they, they I don't think they'll come back from this Celtic fans. That This was the one they craved. I mean, you heard them in phoning lines that their flags, their banners, their T-shirts were made up last season for them. Their trips to Santa Ponza lined up this season. That's all gone. It's all gone. And I tell you what, I'm going to give it to every single one of them from now to the start of next season. And they deserve every bit they get. Because I'll tell you what, I remember sitting at Ibrox the Cushina years, when they were beating us, was it 5-0, 5-1, tying scarves to um, the goalposts, that bloody lustic wearing policemen, goading us, basically. Goading us all the time, and we've not done it, but I'll tell you what, Rangers Twitter today, hats off to you. Hats off to you, because a lot of the things they come out with today, can you see us now? Well, I'll tell you what, fucking look right above you, that's where we are, and we are staying there. Yes, absolutely. Here, here, mate. That's it's that's spectacular, mate. Um, and it's a good one to call out, mate. As this is one of the fastest leagues, maybe ever. Um, to, to how quick we've won it, and no matter how much they want to put down to COVID, then Dubai and sharks and banners. James Forrest and, as well, remember? Yeah, oh, aye, James. Cause James Forrest never played. Aye, uh, Mason refs, fucking Mason SMP, fucking you name it. Um, we've had it all thrown at us. They've lost this league because Rangers have wiped them aside. We have completely wiped Scottish football aside this year. We have shown, as you said, mate, we are the premier club in this country, and we always will be. And they can't deal with that. They can't cope with that. It hurts them. That as and I know now they will be hurting. They will be hurting. And I'm sure some of them are going to tune into this and listen. Hello, Cheerio, Terry Monroe, Cheerio, Terry Monroe. Terry Monroe. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, and they deserve absolutely everything that's going to come their way, mate. Because it's been it's been crap um, for for the past ten years, and everything that they've done, everything they try to do to to kind of kill us was you're right, arrogant. And and they wanted to talk about yesterday. I seen thing. It's disrespectful 
for Rangers to be celebrating a league when it's not over. And then they go and are unable, unable with to the one game that they had in control to stop them handing us the league, to stop them handing it. They couldn't even fucking score against Dundee United. And yeah, we are meant to believe that it's everything else and not the fact that Rangers are tremendous and you have collapsed and you have bottled it. And it's tremendous and they don't know what to do with themselves. And yeah, um, the, the last we the last we but I hope that they hold on to us. Oh, congratulations on your first title. Okay, aye, we've heard it all before. Um, it's really, really old story, this stuff. So um, it's 55, you know it's 55. You also know your fucking titles were tainted. We weren't there for half of them, so... I mean, you weren't there for half. We weren't there for half of them, mate, and they've still not been able to do it. It's tremendous. Uh, I, 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 we spoke about it today as well, mate. I, I genuinely, I, I'll my hand on my heart. I, I thought they would do it. I thought we would have to suffer this ten in a row crap for God knows how long. As they pretend their their plastic ten in a row was actually something to be proud of, and they've not done it. And I, and not that I ever think Rangers are going to get beat, but I just had the feeling that. The way things have been for ten years, mate, I think we are kind of within our rights to expect, or they might, they might get us ten, um, and they haven't. And Rangers not only responded this year, as I've just said, we have completely wiped Scottish football aside and shown exactly why we are the people, and we forever will be the people. And there's nothing they can really do about it. And they'll crumble into their wee, their wee holes now, and um, kind of suffer because there's at least, what is it, at least six months of this coming. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm absolutely delighted. Um, so, yeah, it was great as well today, being able to see my dad and um, been able to share a wee moment with him um, because that's what it's all about to me. And as I say, I, I didn't even know you when we started um, over 10 years of, of banter um, and... Became to be really good pals, and I think it's just a, a sign of what Rangers can do um, for people um, as it brings us all together. And we're all we're all absolutely delighted. We're all celebrating, um, and let's just enjoy it. Let's just live this up as much as we possibly can, and we'll kind of take it from there. But so we'll we'll, we'll turn. We'll speak about Gerard, okay? Um, try and as I say, mate. I know this is hard because but but we're we're winging this podcast, mate, I won't lie, but try and sum up what he means to you and what he means to our football club. I know, it's a big question now, I'm sorry. Well, he's... <laughs> he... I, I, I remember the day we were standing out in the Loudoun Tavern having a pint before one of the games and was it Marty was in charge, caretaker... And you said to me, because you had inside information. We won't say his name, don't worry, but you had a very, very reliable source. Yes. You, you turned to me in the Loudoun Tavern in Scotia, and I think your dad was there as well, and a couple of other lads was there. And you said, the next manager of Rangers is going to be Stephen Gerrard. And we all looked at you and went, fuck off. <laughs> and even I think you thought, Stephen Gerrard. And I looked at the betting at the time. I wish I'd put a bet on. He was twelve to one at the time. I wish I'd put a bloody bet on. We didn't, so that's that's gone by. But but yeah. But then the more I thought about it, and it got announced, Stephen Gerrard. I mean, I was there when he was paraded at Ibrooks. I told my work I would be working in Glasgow that day, and that was where I was. I was working at Ibrooks, so <laughs> I think I was. I think Sky Sports actually. 
caught me, but they wouldn't see me in the water, so that's, that's fine. But yeah, I was there. There was eight thousand fans there for him, but he he was brought in to stop ten in a row. That 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 was that was what he had to do. And if you look at him over the three years, there's been progress. The first year he got us into Europe, which we couldn't do. We got into the group stages. We beat Celtic. Things we haven't done. So there's building blocks. He's brought in a brand new team. He's brought in a completely new backroom staff. So it's not, it's not going to happen overnight. And then you go year two. We we get up to January. We're very we beat Celtic at Parkhead for the first time in was it nine ten year whatever it was. We looked like we could go on and kick on. We get to the last sixteen Europa League again. Progress. Just so happens we fell up, fell away in the league in terms of. Um, after that, and then this season, to me, the pressure in Gerard this season, I must have been huge. He's never shown it once, to be fair to him. And for what he's achieved for Rangers, it's, it's Stephen Gerrard could walk away at the end of this season, and they could probably put a statue on the other side of the the ground. To be honest, because if they did get the ten, as tainted as it is, if they did get that ten. We we would never hear the last day. We never would. And for him to come in and stop it and win fifty five, it's massive. It's 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 huge. And I just think he, he gets Rangers, Stephen Gerrard, everything about him. He gets Rangers. He looks at a Rangers manager. Everything he says is how it should be. He conducts himself how a Rangers manager should. Apart from last night when he was sliding along the dressing room floor, but we're letting no, away we... with that one. That was brilliant to be fair. But I couldn't see Walter doing that. But. Um, <laughs> You never know me. Maybe he did, but we didn't have really social media as much back then. But if Walter wasn't in charge for this one, mate. I think Walter might have been sliding about as well, mate. To be honest. Uh, yeah, but no, but what he means to me now, Stephen Gerrard, he's an absolute hero to me. He'll always be a hero to me. We know the club you leave Rangers to go to, which is Liverpool. I know they are not doing very well at the moment, Liverpool. But I got a wee inkling last night when I listened to Stephen Gerrard. He's got fire in his belly, and he, he's where's he going to go bigger than Rangers? We all know his boyhood team's Liverpool. He's not going to go to a bigger team. Look what he can achieve with Rangers. He can go into Champions League next year and have a right hit at that, which I know he'd love to. He can go and cement us at the top of the league for hopefully the next God knows how many years going on because it's it's there. He's built the platform. He's done it, and fair play him and fair play to the board to to have a so-called gamble, as you might say, on a rookie manager, which a lot of people were saying. A lot of folk wrote Stephen Gerrard off last year to say, ah, he's a rookie manager, he'll, he'll never do this, never do that. And look at him now. Look at him now. Brilliant from Stephen Gerrard. And I, I, I can't say any more about Stephen Gerrard. He's, he's a hero for me now. He really is. He is. And, I mean, he's brought, he's brought our club back to where it belongs. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't give the guy any more praise than that, mate. It's that he's got his back to, to where we belong. And not only just him, um, Gary Mack, yeah. Bill, Ross Wilson, Scott Allen, um, everybody that's been part of rebuilding the squad and rebuilding the infrastructure that Rangers are, are working on. And we've achieved it, and we've not just achieved it, we've achieved it with absolute aplomb. I mean, nobody, nobody would have said that Rangers would win this league unbeaten and win it in March. Nobody would have said that. There's not one person that would have said that. And I can't, you can look at the stats and it'll be 
I've said on the previous pods, it'll be a couple of years, mate, down the line, we're going to turn at this team and go, fuck, that team was special. That was a special, special team. And the celebrations and the videos, everyone in the changing room, it's amazing to see, and they deserved every bit of it. And the only the only negative part, part of it is the fact that we're not in Ibrox, mate, and we're not we're not seeing it for, um, kind of in front of our own eyes, and that's been the only downside to what is a truly remarkable season and a season that will live long in my memory. I can't praise Stephen Gerrard any more than I already have in in previous pods. Um, the man is. He's, he's truly special. He's, he's a special, special man, and he's he's got leadership and he's blood, and he gets Rangers one hundred percent. He knows what we're about. He's bought into the cause. A lot of the players have bought into the cause. They understand the team. They understand what it means to us, and it's it's fucking tremendous, man. And he's he's um, he's post match after the game last night. He's like, I want more. I want more. I want more. So I hope he doesn't leave. I hope. I really hope he stays in at least another couple of years and gives it another good crack and get, takes us for another couple of seasons on two or three in a row, hopefully. Um, that, that's what we all, we all, we're all hoping for. Obviously, we're hoping for 10 in a row, but, I mean, let's take, take it a step at a time just now. And I don't think he'll leave. Um, I, I don't think he'll... If Liverpool even do come in, I know they had a shocker of a result today. They could be 1-0 or Fulham at home, which is fucking horrific. Um, but I don't see them sacking Klopp either, so I just don't think he'll go yet. And f- f- from the way he made his comments last night and the way he's celebrating and w- what it seems to mean to him, um, I just don't see him leaving. I think he's he's got the bug and I think he's, his second team is now Glasgow Rangers. And yeah, I, I can't praise the guy enough. Um so, Ali, this, there is no doubt in my mind, um, and as you were speaking about some of the younger people that have never seen Rangers win a title, in a, in a way, mate, I'm a wee bit jealous because the first title that they've seen is arguably the most important title we've ever won in our history. Would you Would you go along with that? Yeah, well, I mean, I think we've said it quite a few times in this pod in terms of when Rangers win this title, and obviously we have won it today now. It's, in, I mean, I'm 35. It's 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 the biggest title in my lifetime. I've like I've said umpteen times this. I've seen nine in a row. I've seen the advocate. I've seen McLeish. I've seen um, Walter come back for his second spell. I mean, I know Scotia was going in about as soon as in '86 when he was six months old. <laughs> time, but, yeah, but I was I, I was I. I was, Scotia point, if ever there was one. Was no, there? I, was. I think I was one and a half then, so maybe I remember we were there back then. But no, um, no, this one was massive. It was huge. Just everything about it in terms of them going for his bloody 10, but it was us going for 55. we not won a league title in 10 years. we have not won a major domestic trophy in 10 years. But, I mean, you can't count the, the leagues we've went through, the, the smaller leagues in the Petra Fat Cup final, whatever it was. So it was huge, and this was the one we all craved. We've craved it for so long, and I bet, I mean, we've talked about this quite a lot of times, I bet if you asked 100 Rangers fans at the beginning of the season, do you think Rangers have won the title this year? I'd say about 90%. And deep down, probably would have said no. And yeah. Again, I, I don't, that's not a, 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 not a negative. 
Yeah, it's not a negative on the team or anything like that, but it's 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 truly down to the pain. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're exactly the same as me. I think yeah. me is it's down to the pain. It's down to the the suffering of ten years that we've had. That you're going. Nah, there's no way after what we've been through. There's just no way. Um, it's just going to be continued to be added on to the misery. But yeah, totally, yeah. mate. Carry yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No. I, I, that that's not a, that's not a negative. And I can and I'm just saying if you'd ask people at the beginning of the season the way last season ended, obviously we. On a terrible run at the end of last season, the way it ended, going into this year, this is Celtic's so-called, if you want to call it, 10-in-a-row season. You would have thought they would be bouncing to go into this season. I honestly thought Rangers would push them close this season, but I thought it would be nip and tuck. I'd never in my wildest dreams thought it would go how it's gone, to be honest. But that's fair play to Rangers, fair play to Gerrard, fair play to the backroom staff. Like I said... Rangers took the time, that COVID time when they were out, when they were off for three, four months, and drilled that Rangers team. I mean, you can you can see it's a team that's been together. They look they look a team that's been together. Look at that Celtic team. Look at them today. Do they look like a team that want to play for each other? No. Half that team wants to. They, they want out of Parkhead. I'm not surprised to be honest, but they, they want they want away. And you look at that Rangers team, and they just like a, like a family. They're all in it for each other, and I couldn't be prouder of them this season. I really couldn't, and I'm just, I'm just delighted the way it's gone. And I could never, never in my wildest dreams have seen it happening the way it is. And now we can, now we can look and actually concentrate in the Europa League now. Got yeah. Scottish Scottish Cup as well. A wee sideshow to come to. I mean Europa League. I mean I hope the players aren't too pissed and turn up on Thursday night and. Or a bit fatigued. <laughs> two dates have been on it now. Yeah, but but no, it's it's just weird this season how it's gone. A lot a lot of people say, "Oh, Celtic this, Celtic have crumbled and all this." But Rangers have been fantastic. Even if Celtic did put up a decent challenge, look at look what we what we drawn. Yeah, yeah, they still couldn't touch us. Even no, if they were flying, mate, they wouldn't they wouldn't have touched us. I don't think. Um, this is the biggest. The biggest title in my lifetime, um, and I think it'll be struggle. It'll, it'll struggle to ever be beaten. I think um, I, I don't really see how it can be. And as I said, look, this is not the only podcast we're going to do on Fifty Five. I just felt that since we started this podcast, and obviously everybody's been out doing their own thing. I put a wee post up not long ago before we started recording that everybody's probably out doing their own thing. I had to go do my own thing today, um, purely selfish on my part. I had to go see my dad. I had to celebrate it the way that I, I, I had to celebrate it. And I just said, me and Ali both agreed earlier on, we need to do something, we need, we need to try and put something out there and try and convey to everybody and everybody that listens that just how we're feeling about this. And before I get all soppy, um, I've got a few things that I want to read out, but it genuinely amazes me that people want to listen to us on this podcast, mate. It genuinely it blows my mind. Um, every time I see viewing figures and listening figures, Things are going up and up and up, and there's more people want to listen to us. There's more people want to interact with us. There's more people want to subscribe on YouTube. There's more people want to make comments on posts on Facebook or whatever and get interacted with us. And it it boggles my mind. But it, it, I'm a surprised no because this is the best Rangers family 
it's the best family to be involved in. It generally is. And from the bottom of my heart, I generally mean it to everybody that listens, everybody that subscribes. It means the world to us. It generally, generally does. And we want to continue to do things. We want to grow. We want to have different guests on. We want to do different show ideas. We're going to invest in equipment and stuff when the time's right. It's all been planned out. It's all something that we want to do. Um, so I, I generally do thank every single one of you. And this podcast is for you. Um, it's, it's for us. It's for Rangers fans. It's for the Rangers family. And it's me and Ali would sit and talk like this anyway. So we might as well have your input, have your say, um, let you know that you are not alone in this. And we are we are all as one. And we are, we're in it together. So again, thank you very, very much um, to everybody. So just before we came on earlier, mate, I'd said to... Um, my dad, um, try and put into words, type a message out to me. Now, my dad's probably the least most technical man in the entire world. I generally mean that. He struggles with... He can't download an app on his phone. Like <laughs> my just, dad could rival him, to be fair. Oh, he's, he's so bad. But he has sent me something. So I'm going to read it out. Um, bear in mind, my dad's probably had a few shandies at this point, but I'm going to read it out. So... In all my long years as a bear, I have celebrated many titles and cup successes, but this one is the best ever because they beeping people tried to keep us up, keep kill us off wrongfully as it turned out. The mighty took out took it sorry, the mighty took it on the chin and rolled up the sleeves. We filled grounds of smaller teams, no disrespect to them, but it was for years. Rangers came through it and today is icing on the cake and get it right up you to the powers that be. We will never die because Rangers are bigger than them. And without us, Scottish football would die. We are the people ran over. <laughs> um, that's my dad. My dad just says 70 plus and this is the best one that he's ever seen. So my dad's seen a lot. Do you know what I mean? My dad's seen a lot. So yeah, it, it means a lot. It means a lot. Um, just before me and you, Ali, try and round it up. I, I'm going to read out something that my big cousin David put up on his... his um, his Facebook earlier. Now, David's obviously, I've known David my whole life. Obviously, I grew up with David. I spent most of my childhood probably at David's house. Um, both absolute blue noses till we die. And he's been on the podcast before. It's just unfortunate with his work stuff that he can't come on more often because David is my brother. He's not my cousin. But his rant's quite good. It's not even a rant. It's just a, a point. And there's not really much I can add to it. But I will try after I finish. So bear with me. This one's a wee bit long. So... This is David Bradford. Um, so let's have a wee rundown of just some of the reasons I feel absolutely no sympathy for those who gave it loudly for the last last nine years. If any of you feel as though you might have taken it too far, have a wee read and ponder the fact that you've not taken it nearly far enough. Sevco, new club, zombies, taxman, face masks, jelly and ice cream, admin too, believe in Madfil, the pensioner murderer, and John James about the face painter. Bumping the roll shop and stealing holy water. Your children will be Celtic fans. Tommy fucking Sheridan. The thumb tying a scarf round the post at Ibrooks. The thumb wiping his nose on her crest at Ibrooks. The thumb spitting on her crest at Ibrooks. Lustig stealing a police hat. Celebrating wins against a team packed full of superstars like Lee Hodgson and Rob Kiernan, Jason Holt and Miles Bierman, like you'd won the Bastard Champions League. Singing about 10 in a row since 2014 and claiming that it doesn't really matter. Anyway, now, anyway, now it's gone. 
one in the league via point deduction times one, one in the Rangers, one in the league without us in the league times four, three legitimate league titles, and then one league title awarded by your mates via a Zoom call and celebrating it like a genuine nine in a row. All the while we broke records for a season ticket sold, showed up in our thousands and tens of thousands at every shite hole in Scotland to see us draw against mechanics and call centre operators and hear other gleeful rendition of you're not Rangers anymore for the third time that week whilst our money goes to keep your tin pot backwater club afloat for the next five years we'll see how season ticket sales elsewhere go when things aren't looking so rosy time to get the big flags out on the top tier again boys and girls Craig White, Charles Green, the Eastdales, Fat Mike an AGM and a 10 on the pitch to keep the fans from murdering the spivs, dodgy retail deals Ali McCoy's, Kenny McDowell, Stuart McCall, Jimmy Nicholl, Mark Warburton, Graham Murray, Pedro Cassinia, Graham Bastard Murray again. <laughs> Cammy Bell, Sebastian Farou, Emerson, Emerson Krabari, Ian Fucking Black, Billy Mosney, Lee Hodgson, Sandaza, Kiernan, Beerman, Sendros, Dodo, O'Halloran. Still waiting on John Eustace signing. Jordan Rossiter, 7 to 10 days. Joey Barton. Losing the fucking Ramdens Cup to Rafe Rovers, getting leathered off fucking Motherwell, and then big Mosney leathering Lee Alban. Warburton sticking with Plan A. Pedro in a hedge in Luxembourg arguing about getting scudded by part-time plumbers. Murray's headstand. This has been done the hard way, and those who have watched on gleefully, I hope you it fucking hurts to see normal service has resumed, albeit later than scheduled. We will never forget that you generally wanted the club we love to die. To remove the ability to pass the love for ge- from generation to generation, our children walking up the steps to see Ibrooks unfold before them for the first time. Oh, God, don't cry. That look on their face, the first goal celebration, the brick on the wall, to remember you by after you're gone. The day's out. Oh, I can't read that. Christ, man, it's going to make me cry. The singing on the bus at the ground, pints before and after, friends we make along the way. The mad celebrations with people you'll never meet again. The parties with our family. This club is about so much more than just football. It's woven into the very fabric of our lives and it will be for generations to come. What Dave King started and the current board have finished, what Steven Gerrard and his players have done to the biggest story in world football today, and rightfully so. So today we raise a glass to Sandy Jardin. Christ. And to all other bears who started the journey and didn't see it through. God, man. To absent friends. Enjoy this. We've been to hell and back. You deserve it, you beautiful people. Glasgow Rangers. Champions. Champions. You know what, Ali? We'll do another show, mate. I'm ending with that. Thanks very much, mate. That's fine. That was was brilliant. It was going to set me off, for Christ's sake. You know, I'm like crying. (laughs) Struggled through that, um, it says everything you need to know. We are the people. We are fucking back. <laughs> 55. I'll speak to you all very, very soon. Um, enjoy yourselves. I'm going to go cry. Um, I love you all.